Hello, and welcome back to my fanfiction podcast. I'm reading chapter 3 today of Red Ribbon, so make sure you have listened to the previous chapters. I'm going to try and keep a schedule of doing an episode weekly every Thursday, 12 p.m. EST time. Warning, this episode does contain language. Who are you? The blonde fixed his eyes on the man standing above him, gripping the rails of the stairs tightly in fear. The figure stood for a while, not saying a single word or making a simple sound. The figure appeared to Kamanari, at least to be a tall, young teenage boy like himself. There was a rather toned body hidden under a large cloak that reached up to his neck all the way down to the boy's ankle. Kamanari couldn't see what the boy was wearing under the dark cloak, but by the simple glance of the fabric, he could guess that the boy was dressed in a rather foreign-looking outfit, something similar to what a Victorian man would wear. The blonde hesitated to take another step, in fear that the man would lunge at him and hurt him in any way possible. The grip on the staircase rail started to loosen, and Connery took in some air before he spoke. I'm lost, and I sort of stumbled in here, he settled, mentally cursing himself for doing so. Um, so sorry for intruding, but I was Hoping you tell me how to get out of here? The words trolled out of Conrad's mouth as his breath hits. The clicking man started walking down the stairs at quite a fast pace. Conrad let go of the rails and took a few steps back as he swallowed to get rid of the lumpy on his throat. The man reached the end and now stood in front of the frightened blonde. Conrad's breath was shaking and uneven. His chest rose up and down and sweat started forming on his forehead. The cloaked man reached out to hold the blonde's hand, and Kyrie was taken aback by the sudden action. What are you? Do you really plan to leave in this state? Oh, Kamari really is fucking dead, and it's all my fault. Oh my god. Ow! Zero rode the back of his head and turned his head to see who had hit him. To his surprise, it was a teary Mina. Set up! You isn't dead, and it's not your fault. Mina fights, Hero, Kiratima said. I'd like to think that Kamenai is pretty much alive and well. Maybe he's already outside the forest and just simply played a prank on us. Bakil gritted through his teeth. He's going to be dead when I get my hands on him for fucking worrying us like that. Still, where the fuck could he have gone if he isn't outside the forest? Maybe back home? That's fucking unlikely. Well, let's just go look for him, Mina suggested. The foods are trying to scare me. All of them, minus Bakugo, seemed to agree. Gripping tightly to Kamenari's torn jacket, Mina walked in between the boys. The other jacket close to her chest, and her vision seemed blurry. Please, be safe, Kamenari. Purple mesmerizing eyes. That was what Kamenari was left in the translip. The cloaked man had removed the hoodie covering his appearance and Kamenari thanked whoever was up there for it. Under the hoodie revealed a fairly handsome yet tired man. He had a wild but soft wild hair that stuck up in many ends. Bright features and beautiful purple hypnotizing eyes. Kamenari didn't even mind those not very prominent eye bags that he carried on his face. He still found the young man handsome. What? The blonde brewed out? His heart pumping rapidly before.
I said, the man repeated. Do you really plan to leave in this state? His eyes trailed down Kaminari's, falling to the small and open cousins of Han's hands. Oh, that! Kaminari let out a laugh. It's nothing really, just a few scratches and cuts, no big deal. The man looked up, and his, narrow, and his eyes narrowed at the blonde's response. The savage animals out there would, wouldn't think otherwise. If you scratches and cuts up one, they can smell it if you got fun saying. Kaminari went dead silent. Oh, think I'm a little snack. The man nodded and turned his head towards the left. He gently grabbed the blonde's hand and guided him towards the living room. Kaminari's eyes opened wide as he looked at how classy and fancy the living room looks like. Kaminari eyed the man in front of him and thought, Oh my god. Homeboy's total respect. You have like Todoroki. The living room was just as grand as the main entrance, yet it wasn't as huge as that place. It was smaller. Nice furniture still decorated the place, and a deep velvet carpet was covering the floor. Found the couch somewhere for me. The man instructed. I'll be right back. Okay. Kamnari obeyed and walked over to the couch to sit down. His body sank into the comfortable couch, and all his tense muscles relaxed. Kamari's aching body had been craving for a rest spot, and thankfully it now got it. Kamari closed his eyes for a quick moment. His eyes opened to the sound of glass clinking, and Kamari instantly sat up. You okay? man asked. Kamari nodded and saw that the clinking sound was just a teapot being placed down the small table that was in the center. There was a small key cup and a first aid kit on it as well. What's that for? Kamari asked. His curiosity getting the best of him? It's too, the man simply answered. Chamomile, to be exact. We'll feel your muscles and stuff. Kamenai blessed and turned to face the other way. Thank you. With cotton slobs and rubbing alcohol in hand, the man walked up to Kamenai and bent down. Give me your hand. Presently, the bone let his hand rest on his eye. The faint smell of blood lingering around made the man pause for a second. Kamenai looked at him confused, but the man brushed it off and regained focus. The man with the cotton slab soaked up the alcohol and looked up at Kamenari. The full thing. Kamenari took a brief breath before the cotton slab was placed on the floor. How? Kamenari flinched and clenched at her fist, which was a terrible idea. Fuck. Ow. Manolo chuckled. I told you a thing. Yeah, but not this much. It's infected, man said next point. It burns because it's killing the bacteria inside the wound. Under his breath, Kamenari muttered, fucking bits of wolves. Rushing the wound and wrapping his hand in bandages before moving on the other hand, the man questioned the blonde. By the way, he started, what's your story? Taken back, Kamenari looked at man confused. My what? Your story. My story? The man said, yeah, like how you got here, etc. Oh, Kamenari laughed. That's a funny story, really. You'll see. His laugh died down, and he turned his head to the side. My friend scared me to go inside the forest, something along the lines of a mosquito cat or a big pussy trying to prove the wrong guy. Kamenari paused. Went inside, and since I was bored, I walked away t into the forest to the point where I got lost. I was chased by some wolves, and then while I was running, I tripped on a big fucking long before it, I rolled all the way down to a cliff. The 
was exploring the crafts and magic clothes. Then after that I saw this place. I see. Was the only reply Conrad got out of his whole post-murder story. The man finished with his hand and stood up, and seeing a bit closer to Kaminari. Kaminari stood the man wide-eyed and blood rushed to his dirty cheeks. He closed his eyes in, and once he put the Conrad's slap in his cheek, he relaxed a bit more. He's so close! Conrad heard the sound of paper being ripped, and then what he seemed to be a band-aid being placed in the multiple crosses he had on his face. He opened his inside. He opened his eyes and saw that the man was throwing the leftover papers in the trash bin he had there. Thank you. Kaminari looked down and fiddled with his bandaged fingers. Here. Kaminari looked up and saw the teacup. Here. Kaminari looked up and saw the teacup in front of him. He took the cup and bowed his head in gratitude. The man nodded back and sat on the other sofa facing Kaminari's. Kaminari looked at the dark liquid inside the cup before blowing on it and taking a sip. As the warm liquid went down his throat, Conroy followed a pair of eyes on him. He was pretty creeped out, and because of it, he almost choked. So, um, Conroy broke the awkward silence. Is this your house? And with that, we end the third episode of the series. I hope you enjoyed it, and come back next week to hear chapter 4. Remember, if you want to suggest a fanfic, feel free to send a voice message from Inkapace.